the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Black and Right on AM 560 Answer. I am your host, John Anthony. I'm still fired up and I'm still ready to go. I'm telling you, I'm I'm watching uh, CNN and Fox News right now on the television screen. Um, I'm seeing CNN say Trump supporters rally in D.C. as Biden's win crystallizes. The media doesn't get to choose who wins. When will people come to an understanding and figure that out? It is not up to it is not up to the media to dictate or to decide who our next president of the United States of America is. We have people that have a job for that. It's called the Electoral College. I told you, I'm fired up and I'm ready to go. Welcome to this week's edition of Black and Right on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony. I got two great guys that are sitting in the studio that I actually met them at Freedom Summit. It was, uh, if if you guys missed Freedom Summit, you can't miss it next year. You have to sign up. It's one of the... It's one of the best places where conservative minds all come together and figure out America and, and, and how we take back our messages to our, our communities. Uh, I want to introduce Nick Richmond. How you doing, well, John Anthony? I'm doing well. Ooh, that's loud. And Joe Remke from Remke Garage. Good morning. And you, you, you have two, well, three kind of sort of companies, right? Yeah, Nick, I have Nick, a few. You're, yeah. you're, you're um, uh, Matrix Basement Solutions, Matrix Home Matrix Home Solutions, which and provides basement remodeling, bathroom remodeling, garage organizing, as well as solar energy. I have a properties company where I invest in commercial real estate. And I have a consulting business as well, a good, university. Yeah. Good Lord. Do you sleep? Uh, very little. I know Joe doesn't sleep. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I'm really, I really thank you for coming on the show today. Um, it's going to be a jam-packed show. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, a good friend from um, Congress, Mike Boss. Uh, I was seatmates with Mike Boss when we were in the Illinois General Assembly together. And we're also going to be talking to a state rep from uh, Pennsylvania. Cool. Because, you know, the state legislative body may have a say or play in how that pans out. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be interesting. But, Nick, let, why don't you talk to the black and white audience? Tell them who you are. Well, I'm a, I'm a poor kid from Flint, Michigan. For those of you out there who know about Flint, Michigan. Dirty. Born and raised in Flint, Michigan in 1982. My father was a blue-collar worker, uh, worked for General Motors his whole life. My mom was a student nurse. Came from a broken home. You know, they separated when I was two years old, and my mom was a trooper, raising two rambunctious boys on her own. <laughs> but my background really 
kind of points to what it is I'm doing now, which is hustling. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much all I've ever done. Yeah. And uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I love the freedoms and the opportunities that this country provides us. Yeah. And now I'm ready to, you know, get involved and do as much as I can with my voice to help other people get inspired so that yeah. they can see all the opportunity that's right in front of them. Speaking of freedom, I, I thought you gave a gubernatorial speech. <laughs> what is that? A gubernatorial. Somebody that wants to run for governor. Oh, okay. I thought that was a, a, a gubernatorial speech that you gave. It was succinct. It was to the point, and it was it was an Amer- it was you, you your life has been the American dream. So, thanks so much Thank for joining. You. Us. Appreciate that. uh Oh, the guy. I mean, <laughs> we, how many conversations did we have over at um, for the Freedom Summit? A lot. We had a lot of conversations, yeah. and and what what I really loved about Joe, what I really loved about hear, hearing you talk, was just your love for this country, and your love not just for this country, but even still for the state of Illinois. Joe Rimke, talk to the people. Who are you? Uh, second generation uh, family business owner. Um, fortunate to be in business with my brother and my mother um, in the booming area of Marengo. Uh, we figured out how to make it work out there, and it's it's fun and it's good. But, uh, John, you and I just had uh, a lot of conversations because I, I, as, I don't know, I guess I'm, a, I'm past middle age. I'm 51. I guess I'm getting old now. And I just can't understand where we're at. I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. And you and I had a lot of conversations about about being a black guy and being a white guy and where we are in life. And I, I just, I just don't, I don't get, I don't get where we we are. Um, when I was leaving work yesterday, I worked a half day, twelve hours, like I normally work. Gosh. And, uh, you know, I was really disappointed in just hearing all the things about our Chicago and not, you know, tell a mayor actually of a, of a major city telling people they shouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit depressed. And then, uh, one of my friends called me up and gave me a quote from Proverbs and I read it about, you know, what was, how that? The, what was the quote? What was the proverb? Um, you knew I was going to do that. I you? knew you were going <laughs> to do that if you give me, so the, uh, <laughs> The quote from uh, from from Proverbs is: "The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion." Oh, and I sent that out to. I gotta give a shout out to my guys at EIU. I played football at Eastern Illinois University, and and a lot of those guys are listening. And one of my buddies sent me uh, a link to what I sent you from uh, Eric Thomas. Yeah, I saw that. Never never heard of the guy. Whole way home, I'm, I listened to three different videos of him the whole way home. And when I got home, I'm like, you know what? Who am I feeling sorry for? Right. I'm like, and, uh, you know, here's a black guy who. Oh, he's up, black? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, and, and my buddy Brad sent it to me. And, and then, uh, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't like, I don't, I don't care what he is. He, right. he, he did his job it's the well. Message. It's the message. And I listen to literally, th- and I'm going to play them for my girls when 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 I get an opportunity, and it was just, uh, it was real. And and you know what? I'm like, I'm fortunate to live in this country, yeah. and I'm fortunate to have the things I have. And people are trying to take things that we sort of took for granted away, and yeah. probably got lazy. And and if you remember, Joe, one of the things I told you was that I believe in order to fight back here in America, in order to fight back here in Illinois, we need people like you two 
to don't get to, to, to not allow the culture to back you into a corner because you're white and you're 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 successful. That's not right privilege. That's hard. Nick, imagine the people they don't really understand the story of and the hard work. They weren't there for the failure, right? Yeah, and, they, they certainly didn't grow up in Flint, Michigan. That's for sure. <laughs> but 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 one of the things I really hate about you know um, the the left and the progressives is that they 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 were not there when you were when you had to fight and struggle to build the businesses as you both have have had to build. Mm-hmm. But they're there for the success. They're there to tax the heck out of you because they can. But that's why, remember I said I was going to call you out. I'm going to call you out a little earlier. That's why I think it's going to take men like you to run, to start to start thinking about running for office here in the state of Illinois. Don't leave Illinois just yet. We need good men like you to run for office to help change this state around. What do you say, Nick? I mean, I love a good challenge. You know, I don't. if I'm going to go for something at this point in my life, it's going to have to be something big. Yeah. You know, whether that's flipping this state to red, yeah. you know, helping people see the light, figuring out how to overcome the, the corruption. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's two documents that it should reign supreme above all else, and, and one in particular, and that's the Bible, right? And then the next one's the Constitution, right. which I know we're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. But yeah. I think sometimes things are overcomplicated. Correct. You know, pe- people need to understand, like I said earlier, you know, all the all the opportunity this land provides them and not yeah. get so caught up in the drama. Yeah. You know, and not be angry and upset with the people who are taking advantage of those opportunities. That's true. Joe? You know, it's funny you bring up the Bible because I was thinking about some of the conversation I'd have when I got here. And, you know, you think about our kids know how to do all this useless video games and all Mm -hmm. these things, but how many of them know the five books of the Old Testament or the four Gospels? Whether you believe it or not, it's part of history. And, uh, you know, we spend... So much time, and it was funny because that Eric Thomas said it, be who you are and be proud of what you are and don't try to be something that you're not. And uh, I don't know, I was just thinking about today, you know, what book are you reading? What, yeah. like, what, are you, what are you doing with your life? Right. Right. Yeah, I have a mentor. But, his name is Waldo Waldman. I want to give him a shout out. He was a lieutenant colonel. The guy flew in like 80 combat missions. And he says, your beliefs determine your actions, and your actions demonstrate your beliefs. Yeah. And very rarely do I see people actually taking action. They have a lot to say. They have a lot of thoughts in their mind. But what are they actually doing? Yeah. Which is all that really matters in the end, isn't it? It is. But you, you notice he's, he shirked the uh, answering that question about running for office. We, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to get that out of you, Joe. <laughs> it's I'm, fun. <laughs> I'm gonna, definitely going to get that out of you. You notice he just immediately went straight to the Bible, didn't even talk about you know, what I, how I called him out. But we're going to need good men like you two to lead this state back to promise. That's just what I believe. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Amy Robbins, you guys got to listen to this lady's story. She's the owner of Alexo Athletica. Amazing, amazing woman. More with Amy when we return. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with two guys who I think can help turn Illinois around, Nick Richmond and Joe Rimke. Uh, Nick is with, which one do you want? You want all of them? Because you got a long list Matrix, of Matrix Home Solutions is probably the best Matrix one. Matrix yeah. Home Solutions and Joe Rimke from Rimke's Garage. Thanks so much for joining me in the studio today, guys. I thought that, I th- I thought that was a good first segment. Um, 
I thought it was it, it was it was just just what people need to hear right now. You know, when I when I sat and talked with you both at at uh, Freedom Summit, all I heard from you guys when I when I kept talking with you was, no matter what you see, you're seeing this happening in our nation. You guys were still hopeful. Talk to people that are listening to the show now about why are you still hopeful for the state and for America, Nick? Well, I like to believe in the good in people, you know, and I think ultimately people don't want to see this country fall apart, right? They all live here, especially those who have families, who have businesses, who have worked hard like we have. Um, You know, I think people get caught up in the hype. We have this propaganda machine right now that's polluting how people think. And I think people who are intuitive, that maybe came from a background like we did, where you're around people trying to hustle you Mm -hmm, all the time, mm -hmm. You can see through that pretty quickly. I think Joe's that same yeah. way. Yeah. So we, we see we see past the smoke. Yeah. You know, and I think that America will still rise, and I think that uh, we're protected yeah. by the Constitution, by laws, basic fundamentals, and people don't want to risk and jeopardize that. I agree, Joe. Why, 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 why are you still hopeful, in spite of what you see? Well, I'm, I'm still very uh, optimistic. I mean, we were uh, a land founded on freedom in God. And I, and I, and as long as, um, and I do think that we are the, uh, best representation of, of those two, um, things in the world. But you know, when our, when our citizens fall for things like unsigned ballots and three days after elections to accept thing. And I go, everyone has to mail. I have to mail my real estate taxes in on time. So, I can remember to mail my real. Why, why did you need three more days? Why is it? Why wasn't it right. two weeks? I, and and why couldn't she, like when I, I I vote at Coral Township. I mean, my mom. I take my mom to vote every every year at nine o'clock. We go vote, and uh, everyone there knows me. I still have to sign a piece of paper. They yeah. verify it, and then I signed it wrong this time because I didn't use my middle initials, so I had to re-sign it again. And right, and and I'm doing that in Marengo, but. In Pennsylvania, they don't have to do that. No, I, I don't. No, I don't. I don't know. And, and I love what Nick just said. He said the propaganda machine is out. Mm-hmm. I think. I think when you, and you, you mentioned it earlier, Joe, when you when when Lori Life the mayor of Chicago said basically gave guidelines because they can't dictate to you what you should do in your own home. And I believe Doctor Ezekiel did it as well with Illinois Department of Public Health, basically saying you can only have what ten people in your home. Are you kidding me? Do you, are, are you paying the mortgage or the taxes on that home? And you think you're going to... And how do they intend to enforce that? I mean, that, that's the, the thing. I'm a, I, okay. Well, I don't see that happening in Arlington Heights, <laughs> quite frankly. I don't see that happening in most places. Right. Because I think... As, I'm a former police officer, and there's no way I would follow that, that command to go out and write somebody a ticket for, for having their family over. You know what I mean? People... Law, were not able to hold their mm. mother's hand. How many people were not able to hold their father's hand who died during all this COVID thing? They died all by themselves or with, or with somebody they didn't know. Think about that. And you think you're going to dictate to us how we're supposed to live our life? I was just going to tell you, I think you hit the nail on the head. You sort of stole my thunder on it. But uh, if this were March... And this was Easter dinner that we were talking about. I think a lot more people would be yeah. a little more receptive to, yeah. okay, well, let's let's not do that, as opposed to we've been through all of That's this right. before. We've seen the failure. We've That's seen right. the, you know, all the fear. It's just stupid. It, it, it is. And, and I, it, 
And the hypocrisy. It is. But 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 let me tell you something about government. Government government they they they, they drive on your fear. Because when you don't understand your rights, when you don't understand what they can and can't do, if you if you don't understand what they can't do and what they can do, guys, learn, learn the government. They still work for us. We elect them. We are a representative form of government. They can't just go about dictating to us. No, we the people dictate to them. Right. Well, you know, you said about about people dying lonely and stuff. And you mentioned before we got started, Gary Rabine. And I remember Gary, unfortunately his wife passed a couple weeks ago. And, and, and uh, I mean, what uh, the suffering that she went through and, uh, and how, what a courageous woman she was. And, but when she was towards near the end over the last couple months, she ends up going to the hospital and she's in a room. I'm getting goosebumps. Just thinking about it. So she's in a room and Gary's sitting in a waiting room in a, in a lobby downstairs because they won't let Gary in to see his wife. Wow. She has no idea who she, at the time, she doesn't really know where she's at. Oh. And then she says to, then she says to Gary, like, why won't anyone come see me? So she doesn't even understand why people aren't there. And that lone, I mean, here's a woman dying of brain cancer. And, and you, I'm like, I, I just look at, I, I'm like, what, are we savages? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, between, between abortion and how we treat yeah. the, 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 the elderly, elderly and I, everything, I'm like, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, so that's why when you and I were so puzzled last week, so right. many times, I don't, they want us to, to not understand. Right. Well, and leadership is not supposed to be uh, do as I say, not as I do. I mean, we just saw Lori Lightfoot out there with a mask off holding a megaphone around a crowd of people celebrate, celebrating an election that is yet to be certified. And then she, on the heels of that, she tells us that we're going to be limited to how we get to celebrate Thanksgiving with and our And the governor families. was out there as well. And it's he was absurd. supposed to be in quarantine. But you're going you're gonna to dictate to us how we're supposed to live our lives? I love this thing that George Hoffdaddy just said. The only thing between constitutional protection and serfdom is will. Will we have the will to push back? Will we have the will to fight back? Because we are protected, as you initially said, Nick, by the Constitution, the state Constitution and the federal Constitution. Will we have the will? I'm I'm a good message for people listening. I've been studying more than ever before what the Constitution has to say, studying history, looking into the laws, talking to my attorney. And I suggest people do that. You know, I was never really as concerned about it as I am now. And I am literally soaking it up Mm -hmm. because I want to make sure I am educated so I do understand what my rights are. And I think that's something that everyone should do, not just look at what the propaganda machine has to say. You know, and today was a good example of that, right? There's a march happening right now in Washington, D.C. They said p- potentially a million people may be showing up to march in front of the Supreme Court. And what do we see on the mainstream media? Hundreds, maybe hundreds, maybe a yeah. hundred of right-wingers yeah. are out there protesting. No. Yeah. They're out there celebrating the yeah. hard work yes. that Donald J. Trump did yes. for this country. For 73 million people. Exactly. You have hundreds of thousands of people out there. Yeah. But you can't look at the mainstream media. They're not going to show you that. No. But how can they call Georgia when Georgia is under a recount? I mean, look, look, people wake up, look and realize what's happening to our country. They have called Georgia for Joe Biden and it's under a hand recount. How can that happen, Joe Rinke, in the greatest country in the the world, America? Well, you know, it's uh, you and I had a had a long conversation when we were up at at the Freedom Summit about interracial marriage and how how we work through that and how it wasn't 
shoved down our throats. And it took 50 years, and, and, and now our country has come to realization that it's a great thing. You know, when Barack Obama was elected president, I I was disappointed, yeah. but I wasn't enraged because I actually right. I he I knew he won, mm-hmm. and then when he got reelected the second time, I I truly thought he won, and I don't know how I can be told that one and one is three, and I see <laughs> things in my own eyes, and I see all this, and then you know you go back to the uh, the governor of Wisconsin when he lost. Um, and you, it, w- it was super fishy when he lost. Yeah. After all the recalls that they had, I don't. When if your country truly doesn't believe that this man won, I, I think that's that's a real problem. But that might be what, you know, the the, the wh- whoever I don't know who support. I don't know where like a Kamala Harris. Where does she come from? Who are the people who are propping her up? Who yeah. are the? Is it the George Soros yeah. of the world? I don't know. We say the deep state folks. The deep state, yeah, who who are working against us, yeah. But if you notice, they always tell us, you know, those are conspiracy theories. You know, you can't believe in those conspiracy theories, right? Well, I mean, look, like I said earlier about being intuitive, I saw this from the outset, right? From what they were doing to Trump, from from the moment he took office to what we're seeing now, yeah. And if it doesn't fit their narrative, then they're not going to support it, yeah. And we're not going to hear about it, it right? Fit Hunter Biden, hello. We can go on and on and on about that, right? Like I say, the hypocrisy is outrageous. Coming up next, we talk to Congressman Mike Boss from the 12th Congressional District, my former seatmate, about the election wins of more women in the House and what does all this mean with Trump. Listening to Black and Right on AM560 Answer, I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I'm starting to get pumped up. I'm starting to get <laughs> fired up. And I'm ready to go, baby. I'm ready to go. I'm really excited about two guys who I believe can really help change the direction of this state. Joe Rimke from Rimke's Garage and Nick Rich- Richmond, who owns um, all of Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matrix Basin, Ma- Matrix Basement. Solutions. Matrix Home Solutions. Matrix Home Solutions. We do basements. Basements. Too. Lots of basements. You don't do kitchens. No kitchen. Yeah, I found that out. We were at Freedom Summit, and I was interviewing a um, Polish, a guy from Poland, and we, we he was talking about just how you know messed up Poland was, and thirty thousand people watched that video, and I had your guys come in and talk about what you guys do, and they was like, well, we don't do kitchens, and they were trying to help him with it, but okay. Yeah. We will be working with them, it sounds like. Yeah, sounds like it. But, you know, um, at, when, when I saw all that was happening with the, you know, we picked up a lot of seats in the U.S. House. Uh, I, I gave my, my buddy a, a call. Um, he's another one that I hope would ever run for a statewide position. But I already I hear him yelling and screaming at me right now through the phone. Congressman Mike Boss from the 12th Congressional District, my former seatmate, one of, one of my greatest mentors, Welcome back to Black and Right. Let my people go! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, John. (laughs) I I miss you, buddy. Miss you too, man. I really do. So, I mean, let's talk about it. How many seats are you guys projected to pick up, and what does that mean for Nancy Pelosi? Here's what we know. Let me know. Let you know what we know for sure. Right now, we have 202 on the Republican side. They have 219. 
Okay. Uh, there's still 14 races to be called, and all of them are leaning the Republican way. Wow. So if if we can beat some of the games that they're playing with the counts and stuff like that, California in particular, uh, we could actually be within one first time ever. I think we were, we would have a house that is divided to the point that there's only one vote making a difference. Wow. That means, and hopefully, that means we get rid of Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Well, I, I think it would, because remember, she only won by one vote uh, last time. Uh, there were people that vote. You know, it's, it's unique to watch what people vote for for speaker, because remember, when you're voting for speaker, you don't even have to vote. So the speaker doesn't have to be a member of Congress. Did you know that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do. So, I do know that. yeah. So, so, so they, they, they can say all kinds of things. I, uh, there was Republicans last time. Uh, the yeah. voter for Colin Powell. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Nan- what's really interesting for those of, from Illinois um, is uh, Sherry Bustos got four Democrat votes last time. Wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, and so the question is, what does Nancy do? She went farther left to yes. try to hold her left to get those votes together. Yeah. So I don't know. And there's also this. If they go further left, does that mean that some of those who have been in districts that were very, very close all of a sudden switch parties? Yeah. Isn't there like a gang of 17 of them who won in Trump districts mm-hmm. in 2018 who, who didn't vote yeah. for the impeachment and they all won? Every last one of them won? Mm-hmm. I think I think that was number. It may have not been that high, but it, it was some it was it was a higher number. So you've got people that are in that type situation. Yeah. Remember last Congress, we had uh, uh, Jeff Andrew switch uh, and came over to the Republican Party. Uh, That is something that is happening all over the nation. I know know it's happening all over my district. My district that, uh, you know, was the most Democrat district that a Republican was elected in whenever it was my state rep district. And then my district that I, I represent now, when I came in, the southern part of the district well, the northern part of the district had been represented by a Democrat for 85 years, and the wow. southern part had been represented since the Civil War. And or, th- that was the last time there was a Republican, was, was just after the Civil War. Uh, so, um, th- and, and since that time, all around my district, um, r- counties that were Democrat before now are solid Republicans. Oh, my and, and 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 so uh, the same situation, though, I believe there's hap- happening in pockets all over the place. Yeah. I still think there's a lot of concern that we have over this election of Trump and, and um, the concern I have of, of, of the media calling this race way, oh. way, way, way before it's over. Uh, th- there's way too many things that are pending out there that are coming to oh. light. And um, so I just I, I, I there are some really strange things that have happened with voting machines, yeah. some strange things. Um, and, and I hope people are keeping up with that and, and paying yeah. attention. Um, I, I, my fear is, is that, uh, I, I, first off, I'm, I'm, I, whoever becomes president and it is truly the president, I'm working with them. Yeah. I, I, I've got to work with them the yeah. best I can, you know, because that's where, what, that's where right. our democracy works. Right. If you're just but joining the show. very difficult. If you're just joining the show, we're right. talking with Congressman Mike Boss from the 12th Congressional District. I'm sorry, sir. No, no. no. And, and my only thought is is that if it does does get overturned, are the Democrats going to be as civil as the Republicans are right now? Oh, Joe? Well, of course I, not. 
I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's. I think it's I think it's very interesting. One of the statistics I've seen, uh, uh, and how many times there are ballots that only have one vote on them for Biden, only voted for Biden, no one down the ballot, and how few times that happened with Trump, and that just seems amazingly interesting. Yeah, see, that's there's some really, and there are a lot of people that know voting machines, know how they. Uh, how they they can be loaded and how they work and some concerns that are out there. Yeah. Hey, Congressman, can, can we hold you over the break because I want to I want to delve oh, a little bit. To. I want to sure. delve a little bit more into that, and I also wanted to get your opinion about you know our our leaders here in Illinois telling us what we can and can't do for Thanksgiving or right. in our own house. You know, right. <laughs> I know what Congressman Boss would say. I know what your answer would be for this. Let my people go! <laughs> uh, hold yeah, the line, I, think, I think that's come up a couple times. <laughs> hold the line, sir. Hey, you listening to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my good friends, Joe and Nick. We're having a good time talking with Congressman Mike Boss. More with the Congressman when we return. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my two new friends. I met Nick at Freedom Fest, Freedom Freedom Summit, but I, I've, I've known... Are you always thinking about eating? I am. <laughs> you know what? I despise this guy sometimes. He always, you know, ribs me, you know, literally. <laughs> You look like you eat ribs. Uh, I, no, I don't. Actually, I don't. I'm, a, I'm, I'm probably the one black man that doesn't eat ribs. You ain't black. <laughs> See? There it is. <laughs> Before the break, we were talking with Congressman Mike Boss from the 12th, Congres- 12th Congressional District. Uh, Mike is, I'm telling you, he's, you guys, Illinois would, would, would really do great if he ever ran for statewide. Congressman, welcome back. Thank you, John. You know, Thank you, John. and if you and if you need ribs, remember I'm 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 from the the town that has the best ribs in the United States. What, what is it? I, I was just trying to tell them. Seventeenth Street Barbecue. Yeah, but the name of the the town. Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. I was. How could I have right. I, Terry, Terry? Oh, I hope that, Terry doesn't the, beat the, Terry Bryant. The the, the 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 town that was uh, the the John A. Logan, who is mentioned in the Illinois song. Uh, his farm, his dad's farm, was converted to make the Mur- make Murphy's will. Oh wow! So, quite the history. That, that, <laughs> that, that's not what you want to talk about. <laughs> hey, Mr. Boss, how you doing? This is Nick. Hey, Nick. Thanks for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Really am. I got a couple questions and, for and, you, kind of separate, yeah. but, but but somewhat related. I'm curious if you think we can pick up more congressional seats in Illinois in 2022. I should ask how many, and then what about I think people are interested to maybe hear some chatter. I'd love to get your perspective on the Twelfth Amendment. Okay, all right. Well, here a couple things. One is, I do. Do we think we can pick up the seats? Remember, uh, if Madigan doesn't go to jail, he will be the one drawing the uh, yeah. map, as always. Um, <laughs> I, I <clears throat> Matt, Madigan knows how to draw maps very yeah, well. He does. He's got a lot of experience at it. Um, I think that the the South, we are becoming so solid Republican that he there's no way he can draw a Democrat map, and nor does he want to in the South. What he'll do is he'll take as much as he can and do what's known as packing in yeah. the South, and then he'll try to keep those 
pick up districts that he can draw. He's going to have to try to draw something to pick up, hold Sherry Bustos, yeah. uh, for one thing, uh, make her more more Democrat. Uh, so the question is, what's he give up in the South? How far north does it go? And then he'll take the suburbs, which have changed so radically since I've been involved in politics. Yeah, yeah, DuPage is just shocking, uh, really is. Uh, when when you re- got to remember that whenever I first came in, remember, when I first went into the Illinois General Assembly, we had control of the House, we had control of the Senate and every statewide office. And DuPage actually had both the Speaker and the President of the Senate, Speaker of the House and the President of the Senate. That's how that's how powerful and how Republican DuPage was at that What time. year was that? So that I came in I the I came in with the new wave. So 94 is whenever the House, Senate, and all statewide office holders were controlled by Republicans in the state of Illinois. We had a balanced budget. We paid our bills on a 28-day pay cycle. So we turned Illinois to that glory. (laughs) It was wonderful. It was wonderful. We just didn't know how good it was. Yeah. Uh, Apparently the voters didn't either. So, um, so, So, yes, we could because of the South shifting the way it does. If we can do something to convince our suburban uh, uh, women to come back to the Republican Party, uh, then yes, we could. We could make the state. Uh, and, and I think I think JP Pixar is doing everything he can to make sure that happens. I agree. Hey, 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 Congressman. So, and and you're you're probably sitting. I'm probably sitting in the studio with two guys that could probably uh, be candidates for Congress uh, based upon who they fantastic. are. Fantastic. I'm just telling you. I'm I'm going to send you their names and and we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we want to we want to watch we want to watch very very closely where those lines are drawn and calculate based on that. Like I said, um, you know, Rodney Davis had a pretty sound win down here. Uh, that was you know that's all the universities and stuff like that that affect. I've got East St. Louis that affects my district. Right. But the thing is, those numbers are short, smaller all the time in yeah. comparison. We're going to lose one congressional seat. Uh, at least one, maybe two, whenever the the numbers are released on the census. We're hoping only one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like I said, it, it's going to be it's going to be a red state all the way up to the burbs. Wow. Um, it just is. Wow. Uh, but but we, now we got to work on the burbs. Yeah. So so if when I'd you were, work on, I'd love to work on the city. So. It's it's Joe Remke. When you were in in the states, and obviously you worked with Jim Edgar. Edgar, why did he not? Uh, why did he back uh, Biden? You know, I I have not talked to Jim about that. Um, Jim comes from that group that um, probably more like Romney, and, and especially as they got older and stuff like that. And, and I like Jim. Jim and I have got along real, real well over the years. Um, a matter of fact, if you knew the the, the person that um, that uh, uh, ran against Sherry Bustos and did so well, Esther Joy, uh, Esther, King, es- Esther Joy King, um, I actually texted her and said, "I'm so sorry you lost. You, you got to stay after this. You got to remember, I, Jim Edgar, and Abe Lincoln all yep. lost the first time we ran. I yep. and I said I served. I, I served with Jim Edgar. I didn't serve with Abe Lincoln. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, well, according to but, some, but, but yeah, yeah. And so, and so, Jim, I, you know, you'll have to ask Jim that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was disappointed. There were several that that went and supported Biden. Yeah, I saw I, that. I, the sad reality is, is most of them that supported Biden, they are in their later years of their life. And my concern is what our our children and grandchildren are going to do yeah. if if Biden swings as left as he has I promised. Agree. Hey, Congressman, well, just in the final minute we have, what are your thoughts about, you know, uh, Governor Pritzker and Mayor Lightfoot basically dictating to us how we should do Thanksgiving this year? 
Well, let me tell you that Governor Prixer actually overstepped his bounds because I was around when the, when it was passed, when he can shut us, shut uh, the state down or what he can do, because we passed that after 9-11. Yeah. And it was real clear. Matter of fact, Bill, Bill Black was debating on the floor, and it was, I think it was specifically asked by Bill Black of the Democrat sponsor at the time. Uh, is it is the intent that this can go on forever or is it only 30 days? And then the answer for for record, I think if you want to check that, was that. Not only does it not go on forever, but the idea of the 30 days is is that then the state legislature can come in and do their job and have time to be called in to do their job. Wow. That never happened. That's the problem. And, and, and our U.S. Constitution doesn't allow him to have that much power, Con- even under the tent. Wow. Congressman Mike Boss, thanks so much for joining us again on Black and Right. You're always here. Welcome. And when you get here, you got to come to the studio, though, soon. Uh, yeah, I want to do that. All right. I we'll be, do that. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, in studio live with Joe Rimke and Nick Richmond. Um, two great guys, two guys who I believe, if, if they ever decide to run for office, first of all, I think they'll win. And I think they'd help change America and Illinois for the best. What do you guys think? Joe hasn't answered that question yet, though. Well, I'll be honest with you. That's not a position that I would head towards. That's why we need you. Well, first of all, I don't need anyone digging up my past. I'm (laughs) I'm happily married, and uh, most of my friends keep it quiet. So uh, I'm... uh, You remember how William Wallace, he resisted in Braveheart. You remember that, right? Yep. It it. It took a serious event for him to finally snap. Well, it's interesting that I heard this cardinal talking, and I think this cool. And I thought he uh, said it best. Look at him, bat peddler. Kind of looks like William Wallace. uh, He's Jack. When the uh, come on, man. (laughs) When the cardinal said that in our country, we we permit everything and forgive nothing. You know, I was a person twenty, you know, twenty years ago, my my twenties, and. I don't think someone who running should be fearful of the things they did twenty years ago or thirty years ago. Barack. I mean, um. First of all, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and Donald Trump. Look at the history. Look at their histories. America is looking for leadership. Um, And you know what? What you've been through is what forges that metal that America needs right now. We don't need cowardly, spineless individuals in our positions of leadership. We need men that have been through some stuff. We need men that have been through some stuff and can help lead us out of this just this nasty doldrum that we find ourselves in Illinois where we we've had decades of the same leadership. We need men and women with passion who understand we need leaders, people who've done business. I'm not going to let you just, Oh, I'm not doing it. No, I know, man, we need people like you. You know, I'm involved with a lot of, <laughs> I'll go back to, uh, you get, you, you can try back me in a corner because, because eventually you get close enough. You know, you, you, you might be a little bit bigger than me, but <laughs> I, uh, you're you, a brute, though. You're I, strong. And, and I probably got you. What do you? I got you by 15 years. Yeah, I'm 51. What are you? 35. I'm 44. Oh. Zing. Look at oh. you. I'm you, 44. You look younger than that. Well, you that's know. a good thing. Yeah. You don't have much for looks, but. <laughs> but in all honesty, in all honesty, uh, you know what? People need to know where their where their strengths and their weaknesses fall, and that's uh, that's not something where I would go. You know, I spent a lot of time with the with the youth and and in. I, I teach RE at my at my church, and yeah. and that's where you know, I hear you. 
I uh, I feel that is my is my strong suit. Yeah, I hear you. Hey guys, that's it for hour one. Hour two coming up next. I can't wait to talk to Pennsylvania State Representative Mike Puskarek. You listen to Black and White on AM five sixty The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you these two names, look out for them. I know Joe Rimke is, you know, saying that he doesn't want to run, but Joe Rimke from Rimke, Rimke's Garage and Nick Richmond, who I think is, you know, congressional gubernatorial material. Mm. You got to think about this. Both of you. You heard that? Both of you. I think, I think I'm telling you, man, you guys can help change the state around. I'm telling you. Well, I have three children, so I got a lot to, a lot to protect. You do, and I like I believe in holding people accountable, and so I'd like to see a little more accountability. That's for sure. Yeah. So you know, joining us on the phone right now while we reach out to state rep, ha, Joe, you have a fan. Somebody wants to call in and say something to Joe Rimke. Welcome to Black and Right. Hey, thanks a lot, John Anthony. Great show. Hey, uh, yeah, my name's Kevin, and uh, I had Joe uh, as an athlete and a student in high school, and <laughs> I can just tell you that he is like the most intense hard worker, and he <laughs> is straight up on his convictions. I remember back before even before his high school at Marion Central even had a weight room, he would lift in the locker room on that squat rack and he would he would get out to the parking lot and he'd be pushing cars around and he just did stuff that nobody else did and when it came to the state championship game as a defensive lineman Joe Remke was not only setting up tent in the offensive backfield <laughs> he was cooking scrambled eggs and bacon Uh-oh. that guy dominated in the state championship game and was a force and I'm glad to see that he is still living <laughs> up to his picks, doing great things for his community of Marengo. Yeah, and he's blushing he really hard right now. He's turned like bloodshot red right now. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about someone else, someone well, worth talking about. <laughs> no, and he was a hell of a wrestler. He was he was just a, a great guy and was not afraid. And I'm glad to see he still isn't uh, of telling uh, straight up truth and having people deal with it. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for calling the show. Uh, I'm sure that just made his day. He's a great guy. How you doing, Joe? Good to see you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. Was that a surprise? Yeah. (laughs) I. I, You don't like people saying good things about you? You know, there's uh, there's probably not enough humility in the world. Yeah. And uh, one of my my work shirts that we're producing, we're going to have one of the things that's our logo is going to be on the front and on the back. Sort of something that my family has taken on at home, and that is uh, uh, work hard, be humble. Mm, I love it. And uh, you know, Kevin was uh, was he was my freshman football coach, and he, and uh, uh, I was just very blessed through my years. Uh, you know, uh, life is all about opportunities, 
Yeah. And and fortunate for for me, I had one of the best high school football coaches ever in the state of Illinois. And then when I went to college, I had uh, my defensive line coach, Randy Melvin, was one of the best defensive line coaches in the in the in the country. Yeah. And uh, I was lucky to be. So it wasn't really what I did; it was what people allowed me to be around them. Well, good. And you know, we we need good people. And speaking of good people, uh, my good friend, um, State Representative Mike Puskarik from. Pascaric from um, Pennsylvania's 39th Legislative District uh, is one somebody who's fighting for property tax reform, job creation, infrastructure improvements, and school safety. And I'm, I'm so happy to know that he's a good friend of mine fighting a good fight in Pennsylvania. Representative, welcome to Black and Right. Welcome back to Black and White, I should say. Appreciate it, John. Always great to be here. Yes, sir. Wait, wait we we haven't had a a, a a meetup in a while, though. You got to when are you coming back to Illinois? Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm hoping to uh, maybe get out there this summer. So okay. looking uh, looking forward to getting together here soon. Oh, with Dennis Cook, right? <laughs> Make sure you pack a lunch. Yeah, I don't know. Are you guys still doing the rib fest out there? That was always a good time. So. Well, you know, we shut down. We we uh, we have draconian lockdowns out here. How are we back to ribs? <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> Yeah, it's a rip fest. He always comes. That's why our buddy Mike Lapidus. But, you know, um, I, I want to get right to it. The Pennsylvania legislative uh, legislature basically set a law, correct? And the Pennsylvania Supreme Court usurped the election law that you guys had passed. How did that happen, Mike? So, John, I, I will tell you, part of, uh, part of our concern um, leading up to this mail-in vote legislation um, I, I know myself personally, among um, some of my other colleagues, I expressed concerns about uh, what this could really turn into. And you know, I, I had brought up the fact that uh, we have not had an audit of our voter rolls in Pennsylvania for many, many years. There it is. And for, you know, for quite some time, there's been a, you know, the concern that there might be a few hundred thousand people out there that have either passed away or you know, moved away, whatever the case may be. Um, but they're not legal to vote in the Commonwealth. And what we what we uh, we really saw was the Pennsylvania Supreme Court turn into an activist wing of the Pennsylvania government, yeah. and they took what really was pretty much a stripped down, limited mail in vote program, and they turned it into some, uh, something much greater, which is you know early voting, late voting, drop boxes for collection, um, you know, you name it. They they really. They made it challenging to have any sort of predictability with this uh, this election cycle. Wow. And, and and Pennsylvania was one of, I think, five or six states that stopped counting in the middle of the night. I know I left I left um, uh, a party that I was at. President Trump was winning, I believe, by seven, eight hundred thousand votes. That's correct. Why? What 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 was the point of them stopping the count? I have been this has been a question I, I can continually post on my Facebook. Why did they stop? County has has anybody from the, the the election commission said why they stopped counting there in Pennsylvania? You know, John, I, I will tell you, we have had a number of irregularities. Um, the stopping of the count, um, definitely being one of those. Now, I will tell uh, tell your listeners out there, uh, President Trump was up roughly about seven hundred thousand votes at the end of election night. Somehow in Pennsylvania, they found you know seven hundred some thousand votes in the mail-in uh, ballots that were able to swing it for uh, Joe Biden. Now, you know, the real concern is that uh, we already have evidence that people from the 1800s that obviously are deceased were voting. Um, we're starting to see 
widespread corruption out of the cities. Um, the city of Pittsburgh, for example, they have a list of condemned homes that it appears <laughs> that there were. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're starting to get into it a little bit, John. Uh, you know, condemned homes that have about 25 to 30 people registered at each one. Oh. Uh, contractors that are working in the area saying that they're seeing these organizers collect the mail-in ballots at these properties. And then basically what they're telling everybody they're doing is they're giving, you know, 20, 40 bucks, whatever they're looking for, making a hot meal. And they're driving these homeless people that are living in the cities of Pittsburgh around to the various polling locations and allowing them to vote for, you know, numerous different people. So they're using them as uh, vote multipliers, and it's really it's just it, it's undermining the credibility of the process. Is it it? How do we? I mean, how do we get here? I mean, we. Uh, I mean, we could put people on on the moon. We can we can <laughs> bank internationally from our phones, and we can't know how many people are supposed to vote. And I, I don't understand how we got here. Well, and I, I think it really comes down to the fact that, uh, particularly in the areas where we're seeing widespread corruption, there seems to be one common theme to it, and it's that there's a one-party rule to Election Day, whether it's the judge of elections, whether it's those that are counting the ballots. Um, you know, pretty much in places like Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, it's only the Democrats, it's only, you know, maybe the DSA members that um, are really overseeing everything. And I think in order to you know, bring some credibility back to the process and make sure that the American people believe in their electoral system, it's going to require communities coming back together and saying, look, we need Republicans, Democrats, Green Party, Libertarians, you name it, independents, whoever. We need everybody to participate in Election Day. And I, I think that's really the only way we're ever going to root out this fraud. Mr. Puskarek, this is Nick Richmond. How you doing? Doing well, Nick. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, in PA, the Secretary of State unilaterally changed the ballot deadline for mail-in ballots. And according to the Constitution, that decision should have been made by the State House of Reps. What, if anything, are you guys doing about that? I know that uh, I believe there's a court challenge currently regarding any ballots that um, would have been received after that, uh, that cutoff point. But I will tell you, one of the bigger concerns that we have is that we literally have hundreds of thousands of ballots right now that no Republican in you know, any sort of poll watching um, uh, you know, role has been able to view before they were tabulated. And you know, for the folks across the country that are wondering how these numbers flipped so hard, you know, when they have 300, 400, 500,000 ballots that nobody's ever seen, I think the, the latest number was roughly about 700,000. Wow. I mean, no Republican ever verified a signature never verified where they came from, which polling location, nothing. And, and, and you know what, Representative? You, you, you hear the media, I'm telling you, I, I got to let you go, but I just got to say this part. You hear the media talking about there is no widespread fraud. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't have to be widespread. It's fraud, right? Correct. Hey, Correct. Representative Mike Buscara, thanks so much for joining us on Black and Right. I can't wait to get you here in the chair, in, in live in studio. Uh, you've been a great insight to what's happening in Philadelphia, and um, I can't wait to, to hear Governor Puskarek. <laughs> hey, maybe someday. All right. We'll be right back, guys. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with two 
guys, Joe Rimke and Nick Richmond. Uh, I keep saying this, and I'm not going to stop until I get a yes from them. Uh, two guys that I think are going to, um, if they ever run for office or get behind somebody running for office, I think they can help change the trajectory of this state and this country. Uh, and that's Joe Rimke and Nick Richmond. Uh, they're business owners. Um, Joe Rimke, Rimke's Garage. Nick, you have, I'm, I'm going to let you say all 90 million companies you have. <laughs> Mainly everything's pointed to the home improvement industry, home services, Matrix Home Solutions, Matrix Properties, Grasso University, to name a few. Wow. I mean, just serial entrepreneurs. I love business. Serial. You need to, you need to meet my guy. Um, we'll, talk about, we'll talk off air. I guarantee, I guarantee you there's a connection between, with, with you two. Um, you guys know um, there was a Facebook post from Secretary Ben Carson. It's creating a buzz on social media, and he credited a very powerful therapeutic for his recovery from COVID-19. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's talking about a product made by Phoenix Biotechnology, who just rolled out a homeopathic product available to the public in October. Phoenix Biotechnology Vice Chairman and Director Andrew Whitney joins us today to talk about their quest to help people and, some, and to talk about some common misconceptions about um, this therapeutic. Director Whitney, welcome to Black and Right. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here and have the opportunity to talk to you guys about what we're doing. Yeah. Now, is it true that Secretary Ben Carson took your product? It is, yes. Yeah. Uh, we strongly believe in the products we've developed, and we've kept Secretary Carson, who's, of course, a renowned neurosurgeon, in the loop every step of the way of what we're doing. So um, it, was, it was with great uh, it was with enormous uh, satisfaction we were able to make the products available to him when he asked for it. Yeah. Now, how, how does it work? How does this, this, this therapeutic work? And, and how did he recover so quickly? Um, well, he, you know, he, he, um, he obviously has a good immune system, um, for sure. But, um, but at the same time, this is a very effective product. And um, we've, we've done a, a, a great deal of research on it over the course of the last 25 years, the particular molecule involved in this product. Um, and, uh, and as a result, we've learned a lot about how it works. Essentially, what it appears to do is prevent a virus from correctly gaining entry into a cell. It, it reduces the virus's ability to enter a cell, and it also reduces the virus's ability to create a complete glycoprotein wrapper around its RNA strand when it makes a copy of itself. As a result, um, you see a massive drop in viral infectivity, and we showed that with the University of Texas Medical Branch Galveston in Texas, one of the leading uh, research institutes in the country, where they saw a 20,000-fold reduction in viral infectivity when they studied this in a laboratory uh, setting. Wow. Now, if you're just joining the show, we're talking with Phoenix Biotechnology Vice Chairman and Director Andrew Whitney. Uh, if the, the Phoenix Biotechnology was the um, therapeutic that uh, Secretary HUD Secretary Ben Carson took, um, when he came down with the COVID. Now, this hasn't been an easy uh, path for your company. Um, if the drug, product, and dietary supplement work and are safe, why won't the FDA give you approval? Well, we, we've, had, um, we've had both a drug application and a dietary supplement conversation going on with the FDA for, uh, for a good number of months, uh, since about March, in fact, actually. Um, and there's a lot of process there. Um, you know, they keep asking us for additional information. We keep providing it. Um, but of course, as you can imagine, when you believe you've got something very efficacious that you also know is safe, 
um, it can be very frustrating. So um, both of those applications are in there. We are hopeful that uh, the FDA will ultimately allow us to test the drug version of the product um, in a hospital setting. Um, But in the meantime, we launched the homeopathic because that would at least allow us to, you know, enable us to make it available to the public. Yeah, I'm shocked that President Trump didn't add this as part of Operation um, Warp. Now, is this homeopathic product only? It's called Oleander 4X, right? Is it available to any and everyone? Yes, it is. It's available to everyone. Um, you can go to our website, myoleander.com, um, and purchase that product right now, as a, a good number of people have. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's over the counter? To absolutely everyone. With a prescription yep. or over the counter? You don't need a prescription for it. You just go to our website and you can purchase it and we'll send it to you. Oh, and, wow. And since you're obviously well that versed about this, when they, when they talk about people getting the coronavirus and now you hear people saying that after you got the coronavirus, you're, you're immune to it only for three months, six months, nine months. And that seems to go against what we've always sort of believed about viruses in our immune system. What do you think about that? Um, it's a tricky one. I mean, we all we can say is, you know, ultimately the the, the issue of um, of resilience to viruses. This is a new virus. It's not one that's fully understood by people yet. Um, you know, the whole concept of immunity and how that works that's still very much up in the air. All I can tell you is that, that a lot of the the vaccine products that exist out there at the moment they are specifically targeted for a particular mutation of a given virus. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, oftentimes the flu vaccine just doesn't work right. because they say, ah, we, we targeted the wrong version of the virus. Um, our, our therapeutic doesn't function that way. So we believe our therapeutic will give you the ability to, um, to stem all of those flu-like symptoms, as we would call it. Right. So, so why have you continued to work so hard to get the product to the public despite all of the roadblocks that have been thrown up before you. Hello? Director Whitney? I do apologize. Oh. There was a police car coming past, and it was very, very loud. <laughs> that and was I amazing. Into the street to take this I do apologize. That was um, amazing. So why have, we, why have we worked so hard? I put you on mute with the crack of the mute button. <laughs> but um, yes, the, the, the reason we've worked so hard is because we, we absolutely believe in this product. Um, we've had tremendous results in vitro with the University of Texas Medical Branch at Galveston, as I've said. We have a growing uh, amount of anecdotal data in terms of studies that have been carried out. We already know it's safe in humans because this product has already gone through phase one and phase two human clinical trials. And, you know, Director William, that was my next question, because is it safe? Because, you know, there's a lot of talk online about it being toxic and dangerous and coming from a, a poisonous, poisonous plant. So is it safe? Um, it's absolutely safe. It's absolutely safe. First of all, this product has already gone through phase one and two human clinical trials. Um, so FDA clinical trials for a cancer application where it was administered to late stage pancreatic cancer patients at dosages up to 16 times higher than the current proposed dosage in this product. Yeah. So if it's, if it's safe for people who are in, in a late stage of a battle with cancer, then of course it's safe for regular folk um, who are just battling one particular uh, one particular um, virus, for example. Yeah. Um, so, so that's already been established. We've done toxicology studies. We've got animal studies um, that are uh, being completed as we speak, more that are being started, and we have a growing array of anecdotal data, um, which the FDA is all aware of. Um, so we know it's safe. 
and um and we know it's 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 remarkably effective and that's why we keep pushing because we're all sick of seeing the struggle that this country is having this 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 situation is ruining families it is ruining communities businesses the economy is making people live in fear we just want to help everybody get better yeah and you know what the one thing that i really hate is that there's you know, once somebody has tested positive for COVID, they send them home and there's nothing that that nothing in between the time that they're testing. And from the moment the, the onset of the the, um, the the conditions start setting in, there's nothing in between there. They just say, go home. Really? Is that how we're going to treat COVID? Is, is that really? That, and I think that's why so many people have died. But Director Whitney, thanks so much. Where can people find um, this product? Um, you can go to our website, which is www.myoleander.com. Uh, myoleander.com, that's all one word. Okay. And uh, we can make that available to you guys to, to share with your readers. Um, the product is there. It's easy to purchase, and it's a, uh, it's a safe and effective uh, homeopathic that's good for, uh, let's call it flu-like symptoms. Yes, sir. Let's say that. Doc, uh, Director Whitney, thanks so much for joining Black and Right, and uh, really appreciate all of the insight on the... Um, new home uh, therapeutic that um, I think could help. Just stop drinking, everybody. Everybody's drinking too much. That's true. It's it the kills COVID. your immune system. It's the cold. Drink water, sleep, take your vitamins. <laughs> Let your body work. Oh, old Nick Richmond. Simple. Keep it simple. That's it. You're listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my good friends now, except Joe uh, Rimke, uh, Nick Richmond, <laughs> Nick Richmond and Joe Rimke. You have just, fun? just because I say what your conscience tells you? It does. It does. Yeah. You do. You guys having fun? I'm having a blast. Having a great time? Yeah, for sure. It's um, radio is different though, isn't it? It's yeah. I mean, you have to paint that picture uh, that those guys up there on the news channels that you know you get to see what they're saying and the picture that they're trying to paint. You have to paint a, a picture for people, and, and especially like one of this, one of my but this show, I try to provide a lot of hope, you know, to people that are out there because it's it's tough. Life life sometimes becomes tough, but you got to know that. No matter how tough it is, you can you can dig out of no matter where you, where you find yourself. I mean, Flint, Michigan. Well, the thing that that's one of the things that really bugs me about the coronavirus, and and really really bugs me, is the fact that you know I I live I have means I have you know my kids are going to stay home this week because our Catholic school fi- finally had to close, and uh, but there are people who don't have means and don't have things and and those. Those people are there's there's so many poverty stricken people whose lives are being destroyed by the fact that our school system isn't open, and it's just heart wrenching. And one of my friends just told me about that there was a uh, um, a young man took his life just this week. Yeah, and we don't we don't consider those things, and it's and as a society, if we're not looking out for the most vulnerable, whether it be yeah. a, 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 a an unborn baby or a kid down and out. And, you know, speaking of kids down and out, one thing that I've just got involved with is is uh, there's a kid that I'm trying to uh, get custody of, Landon. He's probably listening. Hey, Landon. Hi, Landon. And, 
And the if you, you guys can't even imagine what our adoption thing, what our adoption process is. Oh, are. I can. It's yeah. It's insanity. Yeah. It's it's so. And I, I mean, we make we make the bureaucracy so bad. It's crazy. Yeah, we do. And and, and I definitely know what you're talking about. Uh, let's take let's go to the phones. Waldman, welcome, welcome to Black and Right. How's it going? I'm doing great. I'm sitting on the uh, on my patio, uh, sipping a glass of wine and being <laughs> thankful for uh, for a great night. It's five o'clock it's somewhere, great. right? What's going on there, Waldo? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, sir. And congratulations on all your success. Uh, my buddy Nick is uh, excited to be on your program. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to have him. I, I really believe uh, I've had many conversations. We we've talked. We've been texting back and forth. And I, I, I'm telling you, I really believe he's somebody that can help um, change this state. Can I tee up well, Waldo real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Waldo, so my leadership team at Matrix, we have three coaching calls a week at 7 a.m. with Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waldman. And I think what he teaches us is a lot of what we've been talking about here, and especially during the break, you know, the philosophical aspects of life. And uh, this is just an individual who has a very, very powerful voice. Waldo. My man. Does it, you have a website? Do you have a website, Waldo? Yeah, it's uh, yourwingman.com. Uh, your oh. Yourwingman.com. So, so you sound like uh, a very inspirational uh, individual, somebody. You, uh, Joe, you were talking about uh, Eric Thomas earlier. You sound like somebody in that, in that framework um, that's uh, very encouraging. Well, I appreciate it, and I, and I have a lot of respect for E.T. He's a good man, yeah. and uh, he, uh, he also uh, is a great American, too, and he, he, doesn't, he doesn't let people become complacent. I mean, he, he's about the hard work and the effort and the sacrifice, and he, he knows, uh, uh, you know, he's a humble man, but he knows about hard work, and that's, I think, a, a very important part of, of, uh, of success, right? Yeah. Like guys like Nick and, and E.T., you've got to earn it. And Joe, and I'm telling you, Joe's, Joe's the same way. Um, Joe's very inspirational and somebody that uh, you, we had a caller call in earlier today to, just to talk about him. And he turned, you know, he turned probably, the, I don't know if you're drinking red wine, but he turned probably the color of the wine you're drinking. <laughs> he doesn't like to be talked about too much. And oh, that's one sign okay. of a good leader. What's Waldo, your, your, your specialty is leadership. I mean, what would you say to the people who are listening right now during this time of what could be perceived as crisis? I mean, what, what could you say to motivate people to inspire them to feel positive and confident during this tough time? So, so I believe at the end of the day that you have to understand you don't always have all the answers, number one, and that a courageous leader and somebody who, who is growth-focused knows that they have to, uh, that you're only as good as your last mission, and that to humble yourself, to be able to ask for help, and to realize that uh, it takes time to... Uh, to evolve and that you have to get better every single day, which sometimes means asking for help and that uh, personal development and growth is continuous. Yeah. Nobody ever hits their peak and, and, and the relationships that you have are really important for that. And, and so my dad always said, be careful who you spend time with on the weekend. So oh, if you think about, you know, like outside of work, or outside of your uniform, you've got to be very intentional about who is filling your bucket in mm. your mind and your heart, your motivation and, and, and a strong wingman is somebody who's going to call you bluff, who has your back, but is also willing to piss you off to, to help you be the best version of yourself today and in the future. So, yeah. uh, Waldo, you know, Waldo, we got, we, we got to hit the break, but 
I'm sure there are people that are listening that needed that shot in the arm. So thanks so much for calling Black and Right. God bless you, sir. Pick right. it up and uh, stay healthy. We'll Push do. it up, Waldo. Thank you. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, two guys that can help change Illinois and America. Nick Richmond, owner, president at Matrix Basin Systems, and Joe Remke from Remke's Garage. Um, you guys were just reading the, off CNN. Unbelievable. Right-wing media encouraging Trump, Trump's election denial. Fake, 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 fake. This is what leads to what we were talking about. The prop- To your point, Nick, the propaganda machine. It's real, and it's obvious, you know, and it's been ongoing, and it continues to mount, doesn't it? Yeah, and, th- yeah, and don't you think we they're they're the ones that make it worse and you know for for four years they said it was trump when in actuality it was them and 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 those on the left the progressives who were really out there causing division sowing strife but it was trump because remember trump really is not somebody that's going to punch first he's a counter puncher and and with that you know let's take a call john welcome to black and right Hey, how you doing, guys? I, you know, I, I love what you're saying. Um, I, I do believe the media is kind of driving us into this aimless wilderness where they want, to, they want us to get stuck in this wilderness, but there's still so much greatness about America, though. Well, uh, here, this, is, this is like a two-part question, but you just had a gentleman, uh, I believe a politician from uh, Pennsylvania on the air, yes. uh, just, just outlining exactly detailing the fraud that he's seen yes. with the homeless being driven around and, and then, but yet the media is denying all of this and saying that we don't have any evidence. Here's a possibly elected official witnessing that everybody knows what's going on. And then here's the other thought that I wanted to ask. Let's say, God forbid, uh, you know, uh, Biden and, and Kamala Harris are uh, finally elected. Uh, or 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 the votes are cast for them. Then, uh, and let's say in the in the Georgia senatorial race, uh, both the runoffs we lose, uh, which would be unfortunate. Oh. But let's say we have fifty Republicans and fifty Democrats, and then we have a how a, a democratically uh, uh, run uh, House, uh, and uh, then Kamala Harris would be the deciding factor in in a, in a Senate vote. So effectively, if everything is democratically ruled, how can we then still have a two-party system in this republic? Hey, John. Like Illinois. John, don't forget Joe Manchin, Senator Joe Manchin. I, I, I you know, I, I, if they come out with that leftist, you know, uh, crap that they're trying to pull, he's already said he's not going to go and vote for any of that uh, AOC-led uh, and Bernie Sanders Initiatives. He's Joe Manchin is already he's on tape saying that, so he's not. Go, I, I don't believe he's going to to vote for that. You so. don't think they're not going to add us to the list? They want to add us. Oh, to we're the already list? probably part of the list. Yeah, I'm sure we're part of the list. Mm. Come, okay, guess what? I got I got a lot of ammo. I got AR-15. Come on, <laughs> try it. Uh, John, thanks so much. John, thanks so much for calling Black yeah. and Right. Though I appreciate you listening. Yeah, but we haven't even talked about that really though. The Georgia the Georgia Senate races. Imagine though. 
We got to donate. We, we got to do. do something. That's we what do. we have to do. I mean, we can't just sit back and watch from the sidelines. People yeah. have to get active. So I, 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 a couple of days ago, I, I made a post about I, you know, I just secured a, a an interview. I had David Perdue. He was going to come on the show today and discuss his race. Uh, but you know, I understand as a politician who's a former politician, you stay at home because you got you know, if if somebody from a local wants to call you, you got to go to that radio show. Or that so, mm-hmm. uh, I really wish he would have come on to get the Chicago markets money, uh, and that was the whole point of why I wanted to bring him on. I think, you know, to to have him and and I I reached out to Kelly Senator Kelly Loeffler as well, because I think you know if you're going to win, it's going to take a lot of money. Because I've already been told by operatives that the Democrats are sending everybody, every known operative is in Georgia right now, Atlanta right, Georgia right now, figuring out, in my opinion, how they can steal this election. Yeah, and this is their way to heal America, right? Yeah. This is the battle for the soul of America? Yeah. Hmm. Let's go back to the phones. Jim, welcome back to Black and Right. How you doing, guys? How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I uh, was just wanted to say, I don't know if people are aware of this, but there's been three more decisions uh, for Republicans in the House. There was a oh, lady named Kim, a Korean lady named Kim in South, uh, South California. Uh, they declared that... Um, uh, Burgess Owens is going to win in Utah. Oh yeah, Utah. That's my guy. Right, and then there was uh, there was another one or two more too. There was one that flipped, I think, in uh, New York. Another one in Connecticut. And I think you know, I think we're going to flip. I don't know what the difference is right now between the Democrats and Republicans in the House, but it's getting pretty close. And also, people should uh, in that Senate race in Georgia, the one guy there, he's there's tapes of him like basically saying all cops are pigs and things yeah, like this. Yeah, I know that. He's the pastor so, too. Yes, yeah, so that should be played ad nauseum, and he wants to sit there and say, "Oh, you're you, you're like making fun of me." And just play. Hey, he's a Democrat. They're gonna they're gonna cover that for him. That's right. He's oh, you so. should, this mass these mass Jim. Are you watching what's happening with these massive crowds um, that's lining up for the president? Oh, I heard some stuff on the radio. I've been sitting in my office taking care of papers. So hey, 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 Jim. Thanks so much for calling. I appreciate your Thank support. You. I appreciate appreciate you supporting this program. That's a uh, that's a good that's a good read if you want. Burgess Owens wrote a really super good book. What a great! I mean that 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 guy's an awesome. Oh, dude. he's going to be great in DC too. They're yeah. not ready for him. I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, if you want to if you want to motivate uh, the black voter, I don't know. I don't know how you can't listen to that man and go, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, just fascinating. And, and, and I got to get the name doing a break, but I believe there was another black guy that won in South Florida somewhere. Uh, I'll look him up. Uh, I know one of my friends uh, posted that it was another black guy who's going to Congress. I don't know if he's black or Latino. I'll look it up. Hey, um, Bill from the Northwest Side, we'll take your call when we return. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with owner and president of Matrix Basement Systems, Nick Richmond, and Joe Rimke from Rimke's Garage. Um, before I let you guys, you know, we've got, what, a couple of four minutes left in the show. I want to take Bill from the Northwest side. Um, I think he, he has a question that I... Hoff Daddy, that I don't think many people are asking. Bill, welcome to Black and Right. 
Paul John. Good afternoon, and thank you for your show. Thank you. I have uh, two observations or questions uh, to ask. Number one is the company uh, whose machines are in dispute regarding the voter fraud. Uh, do you happen to know how many states they serve for counting votes? I heard seven, but I was just wondering if you could confirm that because you can't trust what you hear yeah. in the media anymore. Well, that, I, I heard it was it was seven to eight eight states, but in, uh, I know in, um, in in Detroit, I think they had it in 48 counties that they were using Dominion. Okay. And, and then my second question is, Michigan. and, and this, this seems like a very reasonable thing to do, but could those ballots be refed into machines manufactured by a company, a different company? In other words, by machines used in other non-fraud states, just to compare the results, if the same votes were fed into yeah. a non-Dominion machine yeah. and, and compare the two totals, wouldn't that be a great indicator of potential Hoff Daddy has a great answer for that, I think. I, I would assume that they would have proprietary ballot styling so that only their machine can yeah. be used on that, uh, on that piece of paper. It sort of guarantees the market share when somebody's right. invested in, but... You never know. You never I know. mean, I mean, could it could it be that they could transfer votes from one to another with yeah. an optical scan or something? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, feeding them through somebody else's machine probably not going to. Yeah. Hey, Bill, thanks so much for calling. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you. Thank you. All right, who wants to coin toss? Who wants to go first? Nick. Well, I mean, you're we're kind of jokingly talking about entering into the political arena, and that's something I never really gave thought to. Yeah. I'm a young guy, but at the same time. I know what the American dream has done for me, what it's done for you. And I have three young children, and now more than anything, that's my priority. And I want to be able to protect their opportunities. And I think that uh, people need to understand there's a difference between equality and equity. You know, this, this notion of socialism, the, the threat of it will shatter the American dream. Okay, without law and order, without respect for the Constitution and the laws that govern this land, we're going to be taking a major step backwards. We're the most powerful nation in the world, and we have been, because yeah. this beautiful, really well-written document by some geniuses yeah. was written, and they thought with a lot of forward thinking, didn't they? Yeah. Company? Matrix Home Solutions. Website? MatrixHomeSolutions.com. <laughs> Joe, final words. You know, um, I think we all have, we have to put um, things in perspective. We have to put the virus in perspective. And you have to look at history, and you have to look at what other people have been through. And, you know, we, we like to use a little bit of hyperbole where we say that, you know, we're in the most turbulent times, and what we're experiencing is the worst. And I don't know, you know, I, I'm not saying that it is, or I'm not saying it isn't, but it, it, it all needs to be put in, in, in balance. I, I, I guess the only thing that I, I never really thought about in our United, in, a, in our country was the fact that I mean, I knew fraudulent elections that happened in Chicago, well, of course. Mm -hmm. And it was always funny to my friends who, who were out of state, and, and I always said that, you know, you guys really wanted to take Illinois pro politics across the United States with Barack Obama. Good luck with that. Yeah. But um, I, just, I guess I just never thought we would get to this point where we would literally thought a, a national election could possibly be fraudulent. Yeah. Business? Uh, Remke's Garage. We do uh, sprinter repair and auto, small diesel and hydraulic cylinder repair. Website? Uh, RemkeesGarage.com. You know what? I don't even have to have my closing statement. You guys were amazing. I want to thank all my guests. You know, fight. Don't give up. 
we're still Americans. I'm John Anthony, Black and Right. We'll see you next week. <laughs>